Hello, dearest space chums, and welcome to another Eclipse Space Adventure game phase. I'm not sure whether this is transhuman conspiracy or transhuman horror this week. You'll have to let me know afterwards. All of you guys are aboard the ship. Um, You know, that ended last night, so you you had some time to rest and do whatever. Is there anything in particular you'd like to be doing or have had had been doing? Well, uh, I would I I would like to um, use I want to use my jump card. I still got a, bit, a few bits and bobs lying around from that I picked up from the ship mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, so what I want to do is make some scarier-looking adornments for for clothing. So you want to make like. Like a scary skull mask, or or like, like just some spikes and stuff like that, um, and stuff that I can like, uh, stuff, stuff I can paint red at the tip as well. Fine, I'm not going to make you roll for making some spikes. Yeah, out of like I, a bunch of trash you found. This is not going to be very yeah. well done deliberately. It menaces um, with spikes of yeah. steel and brass. Yeah, this is uh, like a make myself look a bit scarier, even though I'm quite little. Mm. All right, thing. No, that's yeah. fine. Right. Yeah. I'm going to research Computronium. Ah, yes, yes. I we have had have had talked about this. We have had talked and rolled, you but got, for you got a two. I did. Um, I am helping the commander with her backstory. Um, she's not here. She, well, I'm she prepared. Was, okay, you're, you're just doing some. She's she's at the Jovian Embassy. Yeah, they wanted to debrief her thoroughly. Well, she needs a good. You know, she's joining us as a new crew essentially. Yeah. So I'm preparing the groundwork for that. Are you um, are you laying any sort of things outside in the mesh? Think about that while I answer Jan's question. Um, so yeah, so a lot of the stuff, the the things you've seen on the um on the unusual ship um. The sort of black cubes of things coming out. Uh, I've sort of been given the broad name Computronium, which is like thinking matter. Mm. So um, it's almost like Pico technology. It's it's incredibly difficult to study with human like machinery because it goes down to the level of sort of quantum fuzziness. Mm. So it's very hard to follow what's actually happening or even understand it before it eats your fucking face. Uh, um, is there any information about like? Its properties as bulk matter, you know, basic hardness, density, ability to take 
yeah, shooting. I'm, I mean, you, you can just wreck it like regular matter. I mean, it's um, it's self-replicating and assimilating and stuff, but it will just take damage. Um, it's not like striking hits are better than fire. It seems to be able to deal with like energy things. Like mm. if you if you pour energy into it, it sort of just soaks that up as an energy source. But if you just smash right it like brute force, it splinters comes apart. The pieces like will keep thinking on their own, but as long as they're, you know, separated from the body of the whole, it's less bad overall. I mean, um, sometimes they just die on their own. Like, um, there is a giant cave system on Mars which is filled with this stuff, and it just turned off one day, just all of it, like, crumbled to dust, like. So no, and nobody's really sure. Like, in, the, in that moment of sort of decoherence, all of the internal structure was lost as well, so nobody really knows if it figured out whatever it was trying to do or if it just stopped because it was discovered. Titans, man. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me what a nanotat ID, what information that contains in it? Um, it's like a a little authentication thing that said, that proves you are who you say you are by talking to a database to say, you know, the equivalent of like an ID card or something. Yeah. I mean, you have a flexible one, don't you? I have a nanotap ID flux. Yeah, so you can you can shift your ID to. I mean, you have to have pre-arranged like you know cover personalities, but you can just sort of switch between them without having to have like the tat erased and replaced. Right. Uh, because what I want to do is. Give myself a scarier fake ID. Right. So if you want to, if you want to come up with a new fake ID, mm-hmm. um, the two ways of doing that are calling in favors from people like uh, that you know, like more like more often than not criminals. Yeah. Like you'll be using your criminal rep to say, "Hey, um, I want to pull in a favor on this and swap my, you know, I need you to set me up a fake ID." Yeah, that's probably the route I would go. Yeah, and um, the but, but the more the more like you sink into it, like um, that favors come in different levels basically, and the yeah. more the higher you can afford, the more complete the fake ID is. I mean, like you know, at low at low tier favor, like someone will set you up a fake ID, which is basically like this guy. Oh, he's really tough. But if someone looks thoroughly into it, I mean, it'll pass. It'll get you into nightclubs and things. Like people will be like, someone scans it, they'll be like, oh, it's this guy. <laughs> But if they do a, like a like a reasonably deep background check, they'll find you and that, like you know favors they go from level one to level five and at level five, um, like you've you've literally stolen someone else's identity perfectly. You know there was a person that got killed and replaced with you. Yeah, so this is more like I want to I want to have it so that if someone was just to casually look while I'm on Legba, they go, oh, this is a pretty legit tough guy, tougher than he looks, you know. Right. Um, so. Uh, You'd um, first of all, you need to make a networking test, um, so to see who is around that you might be able to call on. Like, you need to th- be thinking, hmm, who in my criminal sphere of influence can I address? Uh, you, it's just under networking criminal, I think, or networking, or it might just be networking, networking. I mean, I I have networking, but specific to autonomists. What are autonomists? Um, autonomists are... They might be able to help you. Uh, oh, what's this? Sorry, I'm getting distracted. There's a, there's a tiny magnifying glass on the floor. <laughs> Thank you. 
That's some Sherlock Holmes. It was on the floor. Hang on. It needs That's to go. See, I have a G rep of 20. I have a firewall rep. Should I have firewall rep? Yeah, I mean, um, we're saying that, you, that none of you, all of you know who firewall are and have okay. had some. No, you haven't gone on a mission for them, but they, they might be like, hey, can you do this thing for us? And you've dug into who you did it for, and they, it turned out to be someone who okay. is strongly suspected to be a firewall dude. Um, That's fine. Let me look up what happens if you don't have networking with a particular group, but you do have rep in it. Wouldn't it be networking the ability to find the right people and rep them to get them to do what you want? Yeah, but but they break up the thing by things. It's just weird. Using networks. How is food? Nom. Everyone got slightly more because suddenly no Richard. You could turn up now. Oh yes, firewall increased networking is a terrible fucking search, isn't it? Eclipse phase. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any network. I have, no, I have networking scientists. I was going to say, you would have networking because I told everyone to take networking. I've got networking scientists. Mm. <gasps> oh, can I just set Commander Vanity up as one of my students? Um, yes, you could. Um, each field you have a networking... Although it's not a particularly badass kind of background story if I go into... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a student. <laughs> this is a field trip. Uh, I'm assuming that the captain is setting up a general sort of cover story for us as a larger group, widget, you know, the captain is a narrative plot device to steer you in the general direction of <laughs> yeah. where to go in, yeah. and doesn't really help out very much. Yeah. Sorry. It's fine. I don't want to be doing all the work. <laughs> no, I have um, a plan for that, yeah. mm-hmm. but you're dealing with that, so I will suggest my plan so, when it's my turn. Uh, this is a bit baffling. I, th- I think you just can't use it. You can't use your criminal reputation without networking oh. in that field. Oh. So oh. it's more like they know that you are, like... They know that you exist, mm-hmm. but you don't know anyone that you can call upon to do that. Oh. Whereas if you have to, bu- to bump into someone, you don't need the networking. That, I thought rep. that was the point of our reps, though. No, the like it's weird. So uh, networking represents your ability to find somebody who can do the thing you want. And reputation is the level of favour you can call in upon that particular um, group. I don't take them more networkings. Um... I will let you have, let's say, 20 points of networking you can shuffle into the rep things you don't have, because I didn't really think that through. Um, That's okay. So you can bump your your, uh, your networkings up a bit. Don't put your reps up, because... Mm -hmm. I I will chuck 20 into networking firewall, considering they're my highest rep. Um, I've already got scientists, which is my highest rep. I guess I'll take... Maybe, maybe put it in some of the other reputation spheres, just in case you want to access those. I'm going to take Hypercorp, C-Rep. Can I have a pencil? I'll probably put it into Criminal then. And then I'll at least because, have plenty uh, of Academic is my highest, and then it's Hypercorps. So, mm. it makes sense that I can call Hypercorps and be like, Hi, remember that time I found you the really awesome thing that we keep you quiet? remember that weird glowing rock I found... Oh yeah, considering I remember now why I've got the viral rep, it's because uh, 
I will have if they found some intriguing sort of technology, I will have looked over it for them and stuff. So it makes sense I'd have a contact to do with them. Gosh, my networkings are so balanced. <laughs> Networking scientists. 90. Networking cops. 20. <laughs> Networking scientists. 50. Networking firewall. 20. Okay, if, if I need to do something in the scientific world, I'm your man. <laughs> or mysterious cloak of mysteries. Sorry, yeah, I'll let you have a freebie on that one because, um, again, the... the initial setup rules don't explain it very well it just says take at least one networking skill so uh... I'm alright assuming then if you just happen to bump into say someone on the you know who's a criminal you could try uh, try your rep with them like if you mean if in character you yeah. met somebody who was a criminal oh, yeah, yeah no yeah. absolutely that, so, would, that would be so yeah. reps are more I've gone to a university campus and I'm wandering around to find someone who recognises me and network using is more, I call them remotely and want them to do a well, thing for me? Um, oh, Christ, how to put this? Um, a bit more like, in the university in person, you could walk to a professor's office and your rep is how well they know you and what sort of papers they owe you. Networking is how many followers you have. <laughs> uh, reputation is, is how, many how retweeted you, you are. <laughs> Ma'am. I apologise to the people at Post Human Publishing for that. <laughs> I have a lot of followers <laughs> and a lot of retweeting <laughs> in the science world. I mean, you are a famous scientist in your own right. <laughs> I mean, plus you are quite fucking memorable, um, even in this day and age of interchangeable faces. Blah blah blah. Not many people enter the room on a cloud of dry you stand eyes. Stand out. The door doesn't open for many people and a cloud of dry ice precedes them. So, uh, make a networking test, Peter. With your, Mm. I I assume, 20 (laughs) here. I will try the criminal contacts first. Sorry, my dice are over there still. Um. Well, this is so good. Mm, I think Mm. I might well. Have 100 extra moxie points. No, what I'm thinking. No, of course not. Jesus Mm. Christ. You've said it now. It's on tape. I'll back you up if you give me, like, 20 of them. Fuck no, I'm not staring my Moxie. Moxie is not exchangeable between players. Yeah, I swear to God we will sort you out. Like, I... I printed it's it right, out. I right. printed it out and everything. I brought it last week and I can't find it now. You could just send it to me and we can no, do it outside. Like, we need to do it for everyone. Yeah, true. Uh, Here we go. Like, 57 out of, um... Out of 20. Um, you could... Spend a moxie point to make it 70. That's worse. That's worse. <laughs> um, Can I do a moxie to make something an auto success? Can you? I don't know. Um, uh, you, you gave us a sheet, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look on the if you look on the rules, <laughs> you should know it. It's in colour. It's the only one that's in colour. Yeah, it wasn't in my part. Um, we could have one over. I should have one. One moxie. Before roll, ignore all negative. Flip flop a d100. Upgrade, upgrade success to critical. And downgrade a critical to a regular, but you can't cross the failure success line. That's a good point. You could ignore all negative eggs. But then he'd still have to aim for 20. Well, I failed anyway. And that's a before roll anyway. Yeah, alright. Um, um, you can't find anyone right now. You might be able to try again later. I'll see you. Do, do you think I can find anyone in my autonomous contacts who might be able to help with it? Um... 
You certainly can try. Who are they again? Um, the Autonomist Alliance are basically like space anarchists. Um, mm-hmm. They get more populous as they head further out, as you head further out into the solar system. Um, they believe in like everyone doing their own stuff. Like you know, they. Um, the Wild West, basically? No, no, but they're, they're... It's like communism, but nice, and it works, because everyone has nanomachines. Like, um, they, they live in these habitats where everything is, um, like, you know, automated, and, like, you food and air and everything are free. Like, the only thing costs is other people's time or property. Like, well, nobody really owns property. Like, if, if there's a shuttle, everyone will own it, and you have to say, I'm using the shuttle for this reason. They're like, oh, that's a good reason. Did they all vote on it in like mini? Uh, not really, no. But like, it's, it's, hand, it's handled by rep, you know. Um, but you know, if you are a really low rep and you're like, oh, I want to use the shuttle, someone with higher rep can go along, get, come along, and go. Well, actually, I'm going to use it. And everyone will be like, yeah, no, that's fine. So all there are shady class. There are shady autonomists. They might operate in your vicinity. You could try and look for. Yeah. Also, I want to discuss the. Um, Payment thing with the captain, but I think Ash wanted to think best as well. Just saying, plan order. No, that roll was also bollocks. What'd you get? Um, 74 out Ooh. of 35. Not oh. rolling good today. Right. Feel free to try again later. Mm-hmm. Um, I invite. This, this is just people you've pinged in the evening. You can't yeah. really, like, you know, the networks are a very sort of. I think of the word supple, but that's not the right word. Interchangeable? No. Fleckle? No. In flux? Means changing. Yeah. Let's go with something. Transient. Um, fuck, it's gonna bother me a lot now. Um, um, you, next, you want um, to do something? I asked the captain if he would join me in my office and summon Isaac to my office. Uh, sure. Uh, the captain Price uh, rocks up at your thing. Uh, he is dressed in his casual sleepwear. Yeah, right. Turn up. Ah. He's wearing he's wearing a vest and like little cut off shorts with lots of little pockets all around. <laughs> I'm looking super scary as usual. <laughs> he's long since stopped caring about you. I have a gothic cathedral on the with the picture windows behind me. <laughs> Someone singing Gregorian chants backwards and forwards. Some reason I'm imagining him as Captain Holt now. And all. <laughs> uh, uh, Isaac, um, Captain, mm. I was giving some thought to our reason for travelling to Legbar. And I've come to the conclusion that there is no reason ever for a ship like us to stop there unless we were having a major engineering problem. So yes, that's... Um, I was wondering if, whilst we were en route to somewhere else, Isaac here could fabricate some convincing-looking engineering issue and Legbo is the nearest place and, oh dear, we really don't want to go here, but we have to. Have you seen those engines? There's a good chance I don't need to fabricate it. Well, there we go, then. No, oh, on that note, Cap, um, they promised us reasonable cost, right? I don't think a full refit of the ship counts as reasonable in their eyes. No, but that second oh, engine that I've been trying to actually get working properly, uh, we don't need them to give us a new engine, just the parts that we can work on. Look. I can sell it to them. Look, they, they think we're expendable. I don't. Look, it's one of those pay-up-front deals and they pay us afterwards if we're still alive. I mean... When we're still alive. Um, Backups. Fine. Sort him out. Get him the parts he needs for that spare reactor. Like, get that thing back. Get 
we won't be ha- we won't have time to get it working before we leave. But yeah, you can no, work, work on, on, you can work on it. On I have a I mean, plan. Isn't far, but I have an idea. After all, we need to make a convincing-looking um, engineering malfunction, so it's entirely reasonable that the Jovian supply us the parts to get the thing we're going to intentionally sabotage working again. <laughs> That's a good idea. Then we sabotage it in a way that doesn't need parts, we got the parts for the second engine. Good thinking. I wish I was there. Sorry? I wish I was there. <laughs> I think this is a bad idea. Alright, um, every, everyone present agrees it's a good idea and moves on. <laughs> Do you want to poll the rest of the crew? Um... No, it seems like a good idea to me. I mean, um, what like you say, democracy the ship. Sleep on it and um, see what you know. If oh. the Jovians or Firewall have anything else for us, uh, Wormai said he'd have a look around, see if there was anything. We should also um, check with Jovian intelligence to see what backstory they're giving the commander, so we can make sure our stories match. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's a good idea. Because I'm quite sure that their intelligence department is putting together a cover story for her better than we could. Well, just a thought. Leg said that that guy he nabbed <coughs> back on the ship had been heavily memory edited. Mm-hmm. Captain Chase's head. Jesus Christ. Uh, Why did we hire him again, Captain? He's allegedly good at his job. Oh. Uh, he has fixed the auto dog, so we don't need him anymore. <laughs> uh, considering, cruel, cruel, cruel. considering that guy's ego has already been fucked with a million times over by the sounds of it. Mm. We're not messing with someone's ego. No, we go in, take what we no, and pretend one of us is him. They were calling all the lieutenants. Air lieutenant, we killed the air lieutenant. So are you going to have yourself modified to look like him? In this day and age, you don't think they could they would just say, this is... Um, He's been out on a stinkwit mission into the hinterlands to kill some Jovians. When has he had time to go get a new morph? He's just been, another... He's been missing for some time. I mean, um, maybe we could fill in the gaps on that. <coughs> it is possible, then, if he's been missing for a while... Captain drums his fingers um, and like. Uh, Let's call Hanu. He would be perfect new cheap morph for someone to have bought. Good plan. <laughs> Don't put it like that when you meet him. <laughs> tact. Yes. Run your tact protocol. Tact protocol activated. Would you like some tea? Um, we don't have toxin filters like yours. That isn't tea. This is tea. I call you Hanu. Hello. Yep. Are you doing this in my office? Uh, sure. Uh, legs, Fox, you can join us as well. I don't want legs in my office. He barely fits through the door. <laughs> yeah, but he's the one who's been through that ego. We can make room. We're not moving my display cases. You've I... only got holograms on there anyway. <laughs> no, I changed the settings to so my display cases full of crystal pyramids are now illuminated. What do you need... Ah, Hanu, um, we need someone to pretend to be a nine lives syndicate guy who was recently resleeved. Uh-huh. Think about it. They were calling all the lieutenants. Right. We just took out, I'm guessing the guy who took out was a lieutenant. This is this guy's underling. Mm-hmm. Legs has been through his ego, so there's probably enough information there that you could probably 
Pretend to be him. I am Legs the Robot Crabman! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I do normal voices with my eyes. I'm glad we'll be hearing that from now on. Yes, it took a time, but it's definitely going to be my voice going forwards from here on in. <laughs> Richard, when you listen to this, you're playing that. <laughs> okay, uh, not to blow your mind, but this isn't exactly a standard issue pod that I'm in. It's got some modifications here and there. Like, yeah, but are they going to show up on a casual look? Um, I gesture at the tail. The captains have given us don't have tails. Do you just just before you? <laughs> but he's heard of this story. Yeah. guy. He could have just um, grabbed and forcefully re-sleeved into the nearest Morphe saw. Look, the captain reaches into his jacket and extracts the the cortical stack, which is like a little black cylinder about the size of a Ooh. cigarette butt, and runs it back and forth between his fingers. Are we returning it for big rewards? I don't think they're the sort of people who care about this sort of thing. I mean, Legs, what is the impression you got of this guy? He's like, well, I couldn't really get much out of him. I mean, he seems to sort of like a low-level mook, but like just dangerously obsessed. It's like, why don't we, why don't we talk to him? Why don't we talk to him in simul space and see what he knows? The captain goes, hmm. That is, I will not partake in that. Alright, that's fair. We'll let you know what the results of the briefing are. You can send me the clip notes. <laughs> Fine. Anyone else uh, morally object to talking to this guy? After all, he Just did, talking. He did try and kill us. It's not like we're going to torture him or anything, the captain says, like, just flat out staring at legs across the room. Our other plan, Hanu, is to fabricate an engineering emergency when we're near leg bar. No, that won't work. Why won't that work? Um, this thing is filled with engineering issues. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I've been asking for how many months now, Cap? Some parts? Yeah, they'll believe it, but they won't care. We're still a target that way. It's got a point. This is a controlled asteroid <laughs> yeah. off the grid. There'll be oh, oh, lots of juicy parts for us. Great. <laughs> well, you know, it'd be like sending ourselves with a bow wrapped around us to. There are there are legitimate reasons to visit Legba. I mean I know people who've been there and gone there and come back, you know. Oh. It's not like Oh sure, but like I don't think presenting ourselves as kind of a helpless group of people who are there only because they have to be is going to be helpful to us. Yes, but we're hardly the type of I don't know pirate adventurers who are liable to pull up because it's a good port to pull up into. Hey, you should see the spikes that I just made myself. They're pretty scary. Yes, but everyone knows who we are. Don't you, you Mr. The 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 famous carefully blank. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, we could just rewrite our transponder code in mid-flight, but then you get noticed, because those things are like, you know, easily traced. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, we could turn off our IFF, but actually, to be fair, approaching that Legbo with one off, nobody would really notice or care. Um, well, if we're going to do that, we need to turn it off before we leave here. Besides, right. there are different. There, there are salvage ships and there are salvage ships, aren't they? It's a nice and vague profession. Um, All right, Captain's prerogative, he says, sort of gesturing above his head. Um, 
We'll talk to this guy, see if we can get anything out of him. He looks at legs again. We're not going to torture him. We're not going to cut him. We're just going to have a chat. And if we can't get out of anything out of him, great, fine, whatever. Says, um... Oh, there, sure you don't want to be good cop? Then we'll sleep He's on this. Have that cop. We'll sleep on this and... See if anything turns up in the morning, okay? Fine, I will accompany you. Thank you, I was going to ask. I, I, You can be there as an impartial observer if you like. We're not going to... I, I wouldn't condone torture on my ship, he says, looking at Legs again. Legs conspires to sort of suggest that his senses are looking away. Uh, without <laughs> entirely dispassionately. So he flicks him the cortical stack, which he catches with his primary Are you grammar. joining us? Yeah. Hello? I'll come along. Okay. Um, okay, well, Fox. get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll all tap in from wherever. Fox, make sure nobody breaks into the ship while we're all... He's like, yeah, fine, alright. One is away. Excuse me. Um, You all connect up to the ship's symbol space. Legs goes off and does something mysterious with this cortical stack to attach it to a... um, (laughs) Like a sort of sandboxed server running inside the ship somewhere, mm-hmm. um, and like, who has a cyber brain? Uh, All of us. Me. Um, actually, I can't remember. No, you have a meat brain. I do have a. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I've got a meat brain. Meat, meat, cyber legs, are cyber. Brain. All right. If you're like meat guys, you have to put a funny hat on, um, like. Cyberbrain people, um, or you know, have cortical jacks drilled into your head that you can just tap in through. Um, if you have cortical jacks listed on your character, you can just uh, put that, that thing on that ducts everybody else wires in. However, um, we enter the matrix. Yeah, you all enter simple space. Um, I turn up looking like this. Cyberbrains come equipped with two or more pairs of external access jacks. There you go. Yeah, cyberbrains come yeah. stand. I turn up looking like this. The guy from Castlevania, <laughs> Symphony of the Night. Yeah, okay. You look, you look like Dracula. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can all change your appearances if you want, um, yeah. or just go with your standard ones. I'm not uh, turning up looking like myself. Uh, legs. Legs is weird. Legs is difficult to look at. It's sort of fuzzy around the edges. Like um, it occasionally, sort of half resolves between a person and like the sort of crab monster thing that he really is. You know. It's sort of sort of a headache to look at, really. Uh, you're all in, like, you're all standing on a big sort of empty grey beach. There's like sort of grey sand running down to the sea. Like the sea is lapping over. You can smell the salt air. Um, there's, you know, um, there's like pebbles everywhere. You can hear birds. I think I need to move on. Um, <laughs> And uh, there's a guy sitting at the edge of the thing on a rock, uh, like just sitting there staring out to see. He's in one of the Olympian bodies that you saw earlier, you know, the big sort of human plus, you know. Um... That's the sound of the waves. Oh, is it? Uh... <clears throat> Metal cliffs. Yes. <laughs> He just looks up at you all as you appear, but doesn't say anything. Uh, captain pops into existence next to you all. What does the captain look like? 
The captain looks like the captain, but slightly younger and slightly taller. Mm. I was like, Zen, give me the run of what you did get from him. Sorry? I asked Lex, what gives the run again? What you got from him? You said he's obsessed? What <laughs> with? Uh, Lex laughs. <laughs> what did I get from him? Screaming. Um, he. I sigh. <clears throat> he's obsessed with Cognite, the Nine Lives Syndicate, and. Um, and somebody he calls Papa Nazon. Like, um, the guy like looks more attentively at all of you when these words come up. Hello. Ah, my friend. So, How are you? It's like, ah, oh, so you're back then. Yeah, but it's a friend thing. You, you brought him with you. Like, yeah. the Nine Lives Syndicate are going to come for all of you and they're going to take your stacks. The Nine Lives Syndicate are about to cease to exist. <laughs> that is impossible. Uh, how do you know they've been fucking with Titan technology and they're about to be consumed by it? He just shrugs and looks at you. He's like, like I do not believe any of the lies that come from your filthy mouth. Well, if they don't have Titan tech, it'll be all the easier uh, when the what's the local power that isn't the Jovians that would know. Of? I don't understand this question. Like, if I was, I'm going to say. When the Blah fleet comes in and shoots it all up, I'm not going to use the Jovians, so they've been spending them, it's like, if there's anyone nearby that might have an interest in some sort of... I mean, like a hypercore, maybe? I mean, no one really has a big, scary space fleet. It's why the Jovians are um, left alone. All right. Uh, the Jovians are, are, the, are the basically, a, through sort of coincidence, ended up with most of Earth's military fleet when the fall happened, so oh, that's, that's why they're a big, separate thing on their own. Look, the Jovians have worked out what you guys were doing to ships before. They have no problem plowing through and wiping your syndicate out at this point. Hey, Shrugs, they, um, they are nothing. Papa Nazon will grind them beneath his mighty boots. He looks up to the sky rapturously, and Legs is like, Yeah, it just goes on like this. It's like Nazon, Nazon. Co- Who the fuck's Nazon? Oddly Cognite? Uh, the guy, uh, like launches into a sort of babbling like glossolalia thing about how Papanazon is like just the best. He's he's God, he is literally God, you know, um he worships the ground that he walks upon, that sort of stuff. You know, he made the stars, he made the sky. He invented the cortical stack, he's coming he's coming to rescue him, he's coming to kill all of you, blah 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 blah. At this point legs sort of gestures and a like a little window appears, um systems magic just sort of cut out into the symbol space, and it shows like a like a human brain mm. um, as an image, and the I need to scroll down. Uh, yeah, there's like it lights up just as like a, an abstract image of a human brain, and then there, like millions of tiny dots appear in the dentate gyrus and the hippocampus, with uh, loads of little sort of arrows pointing to them. And Legs is like, these are memory edits, so so yeah. if if this nason is as great as you say. Say I was interested to know more. You worship him, you know him, he is everything, he is one, he is all of us. He is in you and he will come for me and he will say, like, the guy is just babbling at this point. How could I join... How could I follow him? Um, he's like, you join the nine lives, but you, aren't, you are not worthy. They will cut the stack from your body and dash it into the sea. What do I need to be to be worthy? If he's so great, you'd have more followers. Did you not? The guy, the guy just laughs at you and sort of, like he gestures. It's like you're just, you are impure, you are unworthy. He will, you know, blah blah blah. He just keeps 
I, I, I give you the sort of rolling eyes. Tirade of like message. What do you have? Uh, uh, like, oh, right, yes. An emoji, as it were. <laughs> a space emoji. Um, yeah, so he's gesturing to this this thing. He's like, so these are all memory edits. Like, we're not going to. Get... There are millions of them. Like he he flicks again, and there's just like this scrolling list. He's like, so every memory this guy has has had has been tampered with. I can't really tell what for, but I'm assuming it's to connect him to. Papanazon, the Nine Lives Syndicate, Cognite. Cognite seems to come up a lot. Like the guys like Cognite, yes, you know, the um the inventors, the fathers of all technology and science, Alexis just waves him away. We're not gonna get anything useful out of this man if he continues like this. So who's better? The Nine Lives or Cognite? They are all our gods. So either Cognite have taken over Nine Lives, or Nine Lives have infiltrated Cognite. Or someone's discovered something that's taken over both of them. <clears throat> oh, joy. The guy is babbling a bit. Uh, Richard. <laughs> Lex is like, I, you're not getting it. I mean, there are so many. of the, Like, if I hypothetically wanted to do a memory edit on someone... Uh, <laughs> I you, mean, you couldn't do it to this level, could no, you? No, normally, normally it's like you can edit maybe a few thousand of someone's memories to, like, to do a... Co- Change of motivation, you know, like adjust their abreactive system so that they do something you want them to do, but they want to do it. But this is so complete and total, like, I'm astonished there's even a functioning mind left in there. I think he's well constructed a religion around these guys just to deal with how badly broken his mind is. Well, considering if this ship conglomeration thing is computronium. It's the Titans have already rewritten his brain. Yeah. I uh, order the ship to shut him down. Uh the simul space just just comes to a halt like you're just standing in a big empty grey space now, like with like lines every so often to delineate size. It's just a yeah, um, calibration it, room. Like I'm guessing if you have some Titan tech and some sort of computronium that works on even at a Pico scale level then you could probably make edits like this pretty easily. Is that about right, Lex? We've never seen anything like that, though. I mean, Titan research, you know, what you, the things we get they get back as people are not people. Like, this guy has a valid internal narrative. I mean, he, he is still him. He's just... No, and what I'm saying written. is, if you can do engineering to pick a scale... Then surely the engineering need to edit at the, the scale of his brain. It could so be technology that they're still controlling, and they want usable people. Or it could be an AI, AI gone rogue. He, he shrugs. Yeah, I mean, th- all I know is that this isn't something that's within our abilities at the moment. I mean, joy. I mean, like some psychosurgery AIs could maybe do something like this, but I'd have never, you know, I would have heard if there was one this good. The captain sort of mumbles indistinctly. He's like, well, all right, we didn't get much out of that guy. Um, Other than to go more concerned. <laughs> so we're back to um, engine plan. Unless you think you uh, would be happy trying to emulate that? Emulate that? Um... Well, Hannu, do you have any other ideas for how we approach Legba? I mean, I'm... Legs is like... Looks like 
we could try and take uh, this guy's um, ego and in you know create a patch and interface it with your living mind, Hanu. Wait, what? Yes, that's... then you could get in, then you could pass for him quite easily. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> it's a relatively simple procedure, he says, gesturing with a sort of weird nightmarish hand claw. Uh, yeah, no. All right, it's just a thought. I think the engineering plan is fine. Yeah. I mean, we can still have an engineering problem and look tough and scary. I think we need to be scarier than we are. Yes, but that would involve some sort of reputation we don't have. Uh, I mean, I'm an archaeology professor. Legs is a giant squid. Um, no, a crab. The captain is a mild-mannered captain who's quite well-known around the asteroid belt. Coming up with a backstory for her, so why don't we all come up with a backstory? I've been working on it, hasn't you? Well, for a start, they're going to know all our mesh IDs. I don't know anyone that can come up with decent fakes or anything like that. They're going to check us out in a minute. Try and pretend we're a little tougher than people think we are? Fine. Try and pretend we're someone completely different, especially Mr. Famous Professor over there. Yeah, I don't know how we would construct a fake ID to cover you. I mean, it, you are... It would just shatter, look it would at shatter you. the moment you are met by anyone who has vaguely heard of you, and apparently that's everyone to hear you talk. Yes, I can't help it if I'm well-known throughout the system. So we got limited with possible stuff. No, I, I understand what you mean, Hanu, but if we just concoct a super scary pirate ship out of thin air and try to insert it into the database... Uh, and the mesh, people are going to take one look at it and go, hmm, they've only just appeared out of nowhere. Look, I mean, the the captain, <laughs> well, well, the art of creating a fake ID, I say, out of character, is to sort of yes. like, lay things so yeah, we could historically have been... to make it look like, you know, you, but you can, you can alter, like, time logs and things that, since the fall, the hum- humanity's internet is, like, fractured all over the place, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's, it's possible for there to be, like, a cluster somewhere that has a lot of facts that one other one doesn't have, you know. Well, there is nothing about making fake IDs, however, so... Yeah. Um, a captain laughs at the pirate shepherd there. like, do you think you could paint a skull and crossbones on the hull? I can. I have... could paint one on. That's all we need, I'm sure, he laughed. How about a carrot and skull? Oh, that reminds me about that thing. No, I think it's grown by 16 feet since last year. You should let me space it. It, it is interesting. And it's all we have left of her. Look, if you want us to be scary, take that thing through the station on a leash. Jesus, I'm not even getting within 20 feet of it now these days. Alright, the captain says, Well, that reminds me, we really should feed it. I am going to bed to sleep. You guys, do what you do at night. We'll meet again in the morning and see if, if we've come up with anything. Yeah, you all do what you want. I'm going to work on my spikes. Okay, Hannah. Captain disappears out of simul space. I exit simul space. Yeah. I send you a message. Um, yeah, start working up some suitably diplomatic letters, I mean, say. Well, it's like the captain says, there are legitimate, you know, some of the big hypercorps have stations on Legba. If we. Uh, con- Legba, Legba is, is wholly owned by the Nine Lives Syndicate. Like, People go there for things like uh, there are a number of brothels and like nightclubs and things of a straight up terrifying nature. Um, but okay, I want to run a search to see if it is the last port before you head anywhere else. Like you know, 
I want to go, okay, so if you were travelling here, Legwell would be the last place you could drop in for supplies before travelling the X months to this place. Like, out into one of the Trojans or the outer system. I'll just get a map of the solar system. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I asked the computer for a map of the solar system. While the GM's doing that, (laughs) don't be what I'm saying to you. Like, uh, look, for that engine failure plan, right up anyway, even if we go a better one, we might as well tell them we're trying and get some shit out of them. Oh, yes, of course. I mean, squeezing governments for more funds is just tradition. And also, as I was saying, you know, I'd rather try and make us slightly less expendable if push comes to shove. Yes, I have had another thought. If we can work out where Legba might be the last port of call for, we can just rock up on a legitimate we are here to buy stuff before we go somewhere expedition. Ass piss. Ass piss. Ass piss. Ah, what a way to ass piss. A-S-P-I-S. What's the ass piss? Ass piss. What is it? (laughs) Um, Aspis is an O'Neill cylinder owned by the Ultimate Faction. Uh, oh no. Uh, remind me who the Ultimates are again? Uh, you remind me who the Ultimates are while I. Uh... No, he, he's not there in this conversation. <laughs> yes, but I'm not there in this conversation either. I am the games mother. Ah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can also tell you as ah. a character while I'm. <laughs> I'll make your people. Oh, I, I, my people are some weird ultimate offshoot. Anyway, they're kind of a bit like um, uh, weird um, kind of uh, how, how do you say? Um, the ultimates are engineering humans to perfection. That's their thing. Like yeah. they're they're very sort of Nietzschean. Like you know, they um. Life is a constant struggle, and you must fight to survive. And blah blah blah. It's survival of the fittest, nature and tooth claw. Like they're all like, like loads of them end up as mercenaries because they they like fighting and tough stuff and things. That's sort of transhuman supremacist kind of. I can't bother trying to sum this up. I'm just going to read you the description, masters. Aspis is an O'Neill cylinder owned by the Ultimates, uh, population twenty thousand. Originally built by Omnicore in the Inner Belt. Aspis has changed hands at least three times since the fall. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, Aspis serves as the main station for the ultimate faction in the inner solar system, counterpart to Zephos in the Uranian system. Um, despite the abundant space, the resident population is low, part due to the change, the frequent changes of ownership. Uh, thousands abandoned the station when the ultimates took over. Many were encouraged to do so. Uh, many find the ultimate's extreme way of life to be too stifling for the average transhuman. Uh, the, ab- the ultimates have subdivided the habitat into three areas, each composed of two adjacent cylinders, so it's like cylinder, cylinder, cylinder. Um, the first two are open to the public, uh, where you know people meet and stuff. The next two inner ones are um, like ultimate. It's like a meeting ground, like like people are allowed in there, but they're basically people who are joining the ultimates or whatever. And the third is their super secret ultimate clubhouse uh, <laughs> no no non-ultimates are allowed in rumours ha- rumors have it that about half of that is set up to some sort of insane mercenary like assault course that they force all their everybody who's becoming ultimate to go through to prove their worth blah 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 ah here's an idea Isaac why don't we set a course for Aspis we want to go to that hellhole uh, well yes but it, Leg was the last stop on the way well yeah as in part of the covers why the hell are we going to that hellhole yes well that's the bit we need to come up with 
But if we can come up with... And if they think we are working for Aspis and the Ultimates, people are less likely to want to fuck with us. Aspis. <laughs> Why is it called Aspis? I think it means, like, snakes. <laughs> uh, so, asps. Uh, Alright, hang on. <laughs> so, yes. Hold on. Aspis meaning... You ate a lot of interesting results. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, if we're going there and people think we're working for the Ultimates, they're not going to want to fuck with us in case a bunch of Ultimates turn up and shoot them all. I mean, that's a good, tough story. Oh, uh, how about this? Our friend Hanu, look, let's go early of that change of morphing. Lost his morph, got this cheap whatever he's got as a holding. He's going back there to get a proper ultimate sleeve. Yeah, we're, we're taking an ultimate home. There we yeah, go. Perfect cover story. Think of that monkey as, you know, a, a lifeboat. Fine. Um, okay, no, it, we don't even have to say that. I mean, it could be the right. commander. I mean, I don't want, I don't want to cacaw you, but... Cacaw! <laughs> <laughs> we have a cover story. Well, also, you, you don't get to do the cacawing on that side. I, I know. <laughs> no, you're doing it wrong. Remember, GM rule number six, the players are taking too long ninjas. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the symbol space filled with ninjas. You delete them. Uh, <laughs> this happens at least once a week. <laughs> We really should find that way. <laughs> we need to change the screensaver. Into all the running programs. <laughs> it's worse when you're running your Klingon opera. Did someone forget to jiggle the mouse? <laughs> Jesus. Um, right. The next day, you all sleep and or do whatever it is you do at night. Uh, do I need to sleep? Um, yes. Have you spoken to me about this yet? You do not, no. have, you do not have a brain like... Um, that allows it. I mean, you can you could have a hibernoid mod installed, but you don't. That's oh, fine. I was checking. So I... you need to settle down into a squid bed. On the water. <laughs> I mean, you could just stay still. Like, let your limbs float in, you know, in one of the zero gravity areas. Um, I have to sleep. Don't, don't tell them your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> or do I? Perhaps I just transcend human realities uh, back to my secret dimension home. The captain is uh, in the sort of ship's galley eating a protein bar when you all vaguely gather there. I float in. Ah, captain, we came up with a plan. Um, I think it should present a reasonable level of don't fuck with us. uh, Does it involve going to Aspis? Yes. Sort of figured that's where we'd be going good. um, We're uh, taking uh, an ultimate home to Aspis. Most people won't fuck with us because who would want to piss off some ultimates everyone, everyone, everyone looks towards Hanu ah yes the ultimate what? oh yeah you're from there aren't you yes see oh, I you know it Aspis. no no it's, well, we don't yeah, have to tell it's, the boy it's, it's a perfect cover they don't they, nobody will look into it too much like you know okay we can't actually contact Aspis Oh, no. Of course we're not. Oh, no. I mean, why, geez, why would we? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they think we're trying to use them as a cover, they'll come fuck with us. All right. As long as we don't go anywhere near actually contacting them. That's just what we tell people when we yeah. turn up at Legba. You get, you get the sense your muse has pricked up its ears. Or any <laughs> other ultimates. Perhaps. But... When we... Reach Aspis, your muse starts. <laughs> we're not going there. <laughs> but if we were, but we're not, and we shouldn't be because we don't like them. It, uh, of course, sir. 
Also, <laughs> also, as far as the Jovians know, we're going with plan engine breakdown as well. You, do, you, you just want to. You just want all the spare parts. Okay, fine. Like, Muse. I, I'm working under the assumption that you want us to spend all the Jovians' credits on a whole refit for the ship. Look. I'm gonna give it the bare bones to actually get that thing running. The captain sort of gestures impatiently. <laughs> Leave that with me. I'll do something. Fine. I'm going to buy him a box of paper clips. Yes, sir. What's rule number one? Uh, do not call your father or anyone related to him. Yes. Yes. Proceed. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, it's at this point that uh, Fox uh, like wanders into the room um, in his sort of like. Shabby case more think um, mm-hmm. Marvin the paranoid android that's the sort of vibe it's going for like, yeah. oh, fuck. cheap case he's like he gestures this just arrived like um, uh, a like a comics like Comet Express like uh, delivery drone floats in, like uh, hovers over the table like like looks at the captain like beeps and like, cracks open sort of like an egg uh, like a little parcel it, like is delivered onto the table um, it's actually sort of like wrapped up in Sort of thin mylar, and then the bot, like you know, looks at him, like acknowledges delivery, and then leaves. And he's like, "Oh, uh, okay, I guess." Um, uh, the captain cuts through the mylar. Inside the parcel is a um, like an old-fashioned sort of gift box, like um, cardboard with like done up with a bow on top, and like a an ecto, like a basically an iPad on top of it. Uh, 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 all right. The captain picks the ecto up, like touches it, and it it beeps, scanning his DNA. It's like, oh, it's um, it's from Wormire. He sent uh, you a Christmas present. A what? That is a gift box, circa nineteen twenty Christmas present. Yeah, he's weird. Uh, the captain like scrolls through the um, the thing while he's looking. Um, Reach out and pull the ribbon open. Um, the ribbon, like your your chemo sensors on your fingers, detect that it's it's sort of fine silk. You know, it's nano fab, but you know, it pulls it like the whole thing sort of opens. Um, there's, it's a two tier like when you open it, there's a sort of puff of like warm air and a delicious smell, and there's a sort of two tiers like muffin tray, each sort of like six there, six on top, like self heating uh, nano machines. Uh, steaming gently with um, muffins. Yeah, and there's there's twelve delicious-looking muffins there. You know, white that white fluffy stuff with like chocolate chips in them. Ooh, I know one. Where am I? Do you want to eat those before we check what they are? Ah, says the captain <laughs> as you pick it up. Um, the the captain like sort of digs around in the wreckage of the thing and finds a card which says. Um, Take these to the trash can in the bazaar. Ask for wrench. P.S. Do not eat. <laughs> I thought you were taking up some wool. <laughs> we're going to the back to the station and we're going to cake now. We'll go to Hyper Valerie. Why do you want to go to that well-known space whore? Because she makes really good cakes. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm not sure that's what they mean by making cakes. Uh, yeah, so the captain sort of looks bewilderedly at the pile of muffins and goes, Oh, wrench. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Oh, he's going to be pissed at you. Okay, well, never mind. Um, hmm? I the captain ignores you and continues flicking through his leg. He's like, Isaac, what do you make of this? Like, um, he tosses it to you. It's, um... What is it? Uh... It's just like a few hundred shot, a hundred frames from a video. Like, um, it's low enough resolution that it could be, like, fake. Like, it's not, like... So it's only 4K? Uh, yeah, yeah. Only, only 10K. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> you know, it, it could, it yeah. could have been faked by a machine or whatever. Like, um... It's a video of, like, a Jovian ship and another Jovian ship, well, big grey boxy ships that look like Jovian ships to you, engaging some other ship in combat. And um, there's only there's only about seven seconds of it, but you notice, uh, you watch the video, uh, you, know, you recognise the ship from before, the sort of black spiky one, um, and... Yeah, you you watch it for a while. Like the the ship like dodges out of the way of a few of the Jovian sort of particle beams that fired at it. Like fires some sort of colossal mass driver. It lets a big smashing impact, and then the like the image fades and the video is like complete. And you can just scroll it back and watch these last two six seconds. Over quick over things again. I want to try and gain from it without looking too deep. One, that mass driver mm. was that roughly the sort of size of the whole. They haven't got any information for that to infer. Its potential size. Uh, you're pretty sure it tallies with the with the hole that you found on the Democratic Circus. Like it. Second thing, you said the weird ship was dodging. Yeah. Um, how normal does it look? How well it's dodging? Is um, it is that worryingly fast or excessively agile for its size? What's it... uh, what's an appropriate skill for this? Interests ship design, interests engines, interests academics, um, engineering. Uh, Astrophysics, physics. How do you an engineer like who makes engines? I thought that was your deal. Yeah, so engineering. Uh, right. I, I listed all them, so you pick one. But... Oh, all right, all right. Uh, engineering is probably the closest then. Academics, engineering. Yeah, that's uh, sixty-seven out of eighty. Uh, it's dodging supernaturally fast. Like um, you. You get the sense that it's fake from you're watching it because it looks like a sci-fi film. Like, I mean, you realise that the things it's dodging are, you know, are particle beam, like, near light speed weapons. Mm. Like, it's... And it's dodging the beams. Like, it's not... It, it, it takes one grazing hit, but not, like... But, it, you know, it seems to be sort of, like, pinging about like a ping-pong ball. Like, it's... So almost like it had almost no, almost no actual it's, mass to just go. Yeah, it's you, you. Either it's very light or very very fast. You wouldn't have thought anything human on board would survive because of yeah the acceleration involved. But either this is fake or that thing's engines are um well beyond anything we know. Look at the way it's moving. The captain shakes his head. I I don't. I've Though, never seen anything move like this. I mean, that thing it fires. Yeah, tallies up the Democratic Circus. Like, I mean, if this is a fake, it's a fake of someone who knows what we've already seen. The captain scrubber. But that's just that's just like a standard mass driver. That's not a crazy hyper tech weapon. No, but the fact that it happens to be almost the exact right size 
Anne is coming to us just as we're doing this. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm certain. I'm certain that this is something that Wormar has winnowed out of the Jovian somehow. But he passes the slate around for you guys to look at as well. It's the same thing. Uh, see, it doesn't matter that it's a normal mass drive. You see how fast it's moving. If you can't hit it, then all it needs is a regular standard mass driver. Nothing could move like that. Yeah, like anything organic in there would be smush. I'm fairly certain I've seen cartoons where ships move like this, but not in real life. I mean, how... Titan. It's turning on a dime. Titans. Uh, I want to make some very quick back-of-the-envelope calculations here. Right. Uh, based on the... Uh, based on, like, the size of this thing we've seen from other pictures, we think it is, and the weight seems to accelerate in there... How much more powerful are its engines compared to anything else we know for that size? How many orders of magnitude here are we talking? Um, you'd need antimatter engines to be able to hard maths, like for for me the GM. Sorry. But I mean, like, I, I'm going like, ballpark it as like tens of thousands of times better. Like that's why like, it's. <laughs> It's several orders of magnitude above, right. like the best human. Like, and that, that'll do. And me. you can't eat, um, perception test, please, before I give you give away some interesting facts. Uh, perception at sixty. Fifteen out of sixty. No, sixty. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got millions of things. I want to uh, flip it to fifty-one. No, it's, um, critical success. All right, fair enough. Um. This is a uh, worth <laughs> worth spending that for. But okay. Oh. Uh, um, I also think we're gonna have a week out for it to recuperate. Oh no 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 moxie regen, mine. Regen's a downtime you said. <laughs> um, you like are staring at this footage over and over again, and you say, "There's no reaction mass." Like when everyone's like, "What?" And you look, and there's you, you know. It's hard to tell from this thing, but, but like it, when it changes direction, there is no sort of exhaust. Like normally, when a ship changes thrust, there's like you know at least some sort of put rush of gas to put it onto a new heading. This thing is literally just moving around in space. Like it's not teleporting, but it's pinging around and changing direction without really the oh. Don't um, too much. That's sorry, sorry. Um, th- that's this, impossible. Yeah. An inertialess yeah. drive. This is like breaking the laws of physics, sort of stuff. Like the Pandora gates, says Legs. Like the gates? They break the laws of physics. Faster than light travel. In a different way, though. Different but similar. Um, It's moving about. Did the the, um, critical success get anything extra? Um. Nothing that I can think of. Fair enough. I mean, if it can... I'll let you have your moxie point. Okay, that's fine. anyway, and yeah, I okay. don't have anything relevant for you. If it can move without reaction mass, then that... That I, well, mass driver could be firing at ridiculous speeds. Well, I mean, no, we don't... Uh, the, the mass driver looks like it's traveling... Does it look like it's traveling? Yeah, it's, it's relativistic. Oh. It's... When it fires... I go back to when it fires. Is there any recoil on the ship as it fires it? Uh, they don't work like that way anyway. Um, they're, they're, mag- no, it, they're big magnets that pull the thing yeah, through. That would still. Uh, no, all right. No more so than usual. Okay. Well, it's 
It's not negating like its mass. I don't, or... think, I don't think there is recoil because there's a thing and there's there's magnets in front of it and they pull the thing forward and there's magnets in front of it and they pull the thing forward. Yeah, but it pulls back on it. It's Newton's laws here. Yeah. Equal and opposite reactions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking Newtonian physics. Sorry, fight between us. Yeah, no, there's no, recoil. The Titans yeah. have turned that off. There's, there there is, is recoil. There is recoil. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, isn't like completely stabilizing. You know, it's still got recoil. So. Captain's suggestion, let's not fight this thing. <laughs> <laughs> they have to Well, I mean, they say it's sort of hanging out at Legburg. And, I mean, I'm ballparking here. I, I guess it, it doesn't have a limitless power. I mean, otherwise, they would have taken out the entire Jovian fleet, which they haven't been able to do. Oh, do... Has it been targeting the Jovians? Is it more just Jovians and its space as it were tend to be intersecting has it been like it's gone out seeking them shrugs I mean uh, we only know what we spoke to them about I mean they say it's been harrying their fleet I mean I mean it hunted down one of their secret stealth ships on the secret stealth mission deep in the bait in the belt do you think I think the secret stealth mission was looking for the ship the captain said do we uh, can we get them to give us a map of where their encounters with it have been Probably not, because that would reveal where the Jovian... <sighs> yeah, we'll ask, but they... You know what they're like. Yeah, but it'd be very helpful to know if it's hunting them, or if it's got a sphere of influence. Yeah. Since when has um, anything the Jovian's done been useful for everybody else? Uh, so at this point, um, like, you all receive a mesh call. Uh, it's Commander Janica from the Jovian... Janica from call. the Jovian... Yeah. The lady sure. rescued. Yeah. yeah. I answer the call. Come all on. Right. Colleen, that's her first name. Uh, hello, uh, are you all still on board, I hope? We are. Oh, magnificent. Um, I'm waiting for you down here in the docks in Extropia. Uh, I'll come and get you. Okay, fantastic. Um, the captain, like, uh, gestures to the box. He says, um... um I want you guys to go via Wrench's place in I've forgotten in the bazaar and see what he makes of those the captain says sort of obliquely okay um can't Isaac and Hanu do that uh I'd like you all to go really I mean, we have a new crew member I should be interviewing. Let's right. just go. It's on the way. You can pick her up and I'll carry on going. It makes more sense for the captain to be on to gain that level of knowledge, I guess. Let's just go. It will help the GM out. That's, <laughs> that's where I'm going with this. <laughs> I was going to go in Actually, it doesn't. It helps you out because otherwise your plot is boring for the next hour. I'm going to take Colleen to lunch. Um, <laughs> yeah. roll, roll your lunch. She likes me. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Okay. The captain shoes you off the ship uh, with the mystery box of muffins, which is hastily rewrapped, nowhere near as neatly as it was before. I can, but I can make it neat. Uh, all right, what do you want to roll? I'm gonna roll, roll. Me your, roll me your interest present craft. I say, hold on one sec. Roll my um, can I roll to reset the uh, auto warming um, nano machine? Thing. It just does it when you shut it. Okay, it's not a one-time thing. No. Okay, even better. It's the future, man. Yeah. Muffin trays are always self-warming. I am totally rolling my 
academics fabrication. All right. <laughs> Ten. You successfully rewrap the present as if it had never been opened. There we go, then. Except there's one muffin left, but all right. There's one uh, muffin missing, but we've not opened the box, so that's totally Wormeyer's doing. Fine, okay. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, that muffin was vital. You head out the ship, uh, back to the Extropia docks. Like, um, it's the same as before, you know, like... Big heavy, like, you get in one of those enormous like cargo elevator things that moves like a hundred people at a time up and down between the um, the sort spindle. of center bit of the asteroid the and yeah, das the spindle and the docking core at the other end. The non-rotational space yard. You're a space yard. It is rotational. It's attached to an asteroid. The asteroid goes around. No, they have bearings that it didn't rotate, but the asteroid still rotates. Not Babylon Five. Um, uh, you arrive down in the docking section. Uh, you are immediately met as you leave the thing by Captain Janik, uh, Lieutenant Commander Janiko, wearing. Uh, she's dressed as a spacer. Well, uh, I thought we. Sorry, no, no, my bad. You're gonna go meet Colleen and then go yeah. to Zara. Yeah. Colleen, hello. She waves. Hi, hi. How are all of you? We are well. Fine. Uh, we have been. Um, your T ray emitter senses that you have been scanned with T rays. Would I have detected that? You, if you have yeah. one, yes. You, I have. From? Um, uh, from the 10th Commander. Why are you scanning me? Because I can. Oh, I see. He's like, these are great. I've booked a lunch at uh, La Houne. It's a really nice restaurant overlooking the main marina park. Oh, right. The, uh, Enjoying technology, then? <laughs> I figured you might want to experience real food out in Extropia before we leave. Oh, dang, yeah, sure, that sounds great. Um, We're also going to go by the bazaar. Yeah, no, uh, that, that's good. Before I, before I officially join your ship as a crewman, she smiles. Yes, we must interview you first over lunch. Yeah, sure. Um, and then maybe karaoke at my favourite karaoke bar. Have you ever been to karaoke before? Uh, she gets the sort of um, distant look that people who are communing with the mesh and who are unfamiliar with it uh, for a second, like, and she's like, no karaoke, but thank you. Um, <laughs> um, I, I send her some instructions of how to block most of those annoying ads she'll be getting. <laughs> this should make it a little easier she, as you're new. She laughs, she really, she's like, yeah, a lot of this came as standard. No, 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 check. I point out halfway down. Mm. This is stuff that doesn't come as standard. Uh, she uh, she sends you a private mesh message saying, like, like these implants were, uh, these implants are top of the line um, Jovian stealth. Um, tech. Tech, yeah. They have built in ad blockers. Yeah. <laughs> I scan her. Some, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff to keep us ideologically pure. Um, you know, you, you scan her, like, uh, she pings up as having a whole bunch of different, like, yeah, with, with your T-ray emitter, like, you, you you know, there's little mm. implants all throughout. But How many weapons implants does she have? Um, you can't see any. Oh, I, I ping that scan over to Leg, say, what do you make? Uh, he shrugs and sends you back a list of, like, whatever these things are, like, they, they match up. Uh, numerous common implants like you know the one in her head is like oh standard 
you know, um, Fujitsu Apple Fujitsu you know, Ecto thing. Yeah, it's just like you know, if these things are fancy, then they certainly look and respond exactly like standard implants for a number of different things. Um, anyone want to roll anything to see? Like, I don't really know how to make you look harder. Perception, I guess. If you're T-raying her. Um, I have all of my various. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'll... Yes, you are an observation machine. I understand your deal. I know what... Um, Eight. 77. Out, out of 90. 60. Uh, I am good at perceiving things. Um, Unless there's bonuses, that's a critical fail for me. Yes, you, you don't get nothing. Um, you... Uh, are very interested in some weird-looking teeth, which almost could pass for real teeth. Almost. Very close. Very, very close to passing for real teeth. Sort of quenched down and... Mm, you figure there's some sort of spring-loaded injectors of some kind. Oh, she's got, like, Poison venom... Glands. You know, venomous, snappy, bitey teeth. Mm. But, that's all you find out. Uh, the oh, Peter. Uh, roll perception. Easy perception. perception. Well, let us go what? to the bazaar then. Skill? Yeah, uh, and then lunch. Sure, that sounds great. Are they all coming to lunch? She gestures to the crew. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I have some stuff that might modify this. By the way, um, I, ha- I I don't know what sort of perception. Um, this doing. is this is astonishingly trivial. Please, I'm just making you roll something for the sake of rolling a dice. Right. You'd have to get like a critical fail. I get twenty three out of forty. You pass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you notice that even though she's wearing like she she isn't dressed in a Jovian Republic uniform anymore. She's she's dressed quite convincingly as like a like a spacer or a um, astronaut miner or something. You know she's um, she mines astronauts. Um, like you know it's all things like there's a neckerchief and that stuff. You notice that she's wearing the brooch that you made for her. Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh. Um, it's a really swanky restaurant. I can only get a table for two. Oh, yeah. You need to know book these things well in advance. Oh, yes, I understand, she says, looking at you. Uh, Do you generally have uh, reservations for two booking spaces just in case? Months in advance? Yes. Uh, my name can get me in. Janica <laughs> <laughs> uh, laughs at the subtle put-down. <laughs> yeah, as you proceed further into the bazaar, I mean, it's as it was before, you know, there's, like, things going on. There are people haggling over prices much louder than they need to be. Gen- yes, there's, like, mass broadcasts of weird porn. Are you guys, again, like, you know, filtering you, trying to... No, it's all guess your, Wait, like, doesn't Isaac have it set up so it thinks he's interested in some really... Oh, yeah. Are you, st- are you still running your software to, um... I asked Alfred how he's uh, coping. Uh, harrowing, sir. Um... He, he, would you like to review the stack? He says, uh, um, almost pleadingly. Mm, just, just find, like, get... the weirdest one you found and anonymously broadcast it around. Well, they'll see who reacts. Good, good lord, sir. Anonymously, of course. Good lord, sir, you're a monster. Um, you all briefly receive a flash of some sort of nightmarish, um, Nightmarish octopus snuff video where, like, the tentacles are cut off of an uplift and then, like, prepared in a, you know, in a delicious sauce to make, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of that octopus dish. No, no, there's, I know a fancy, a polipi veraci al al aglio. That's, there you go. 
It's, o- it's octopus. Coming up with it. Yeah, it's it's octopus uh, fried in its own ink. Uh, I for an my muse block that forever. A <laughs> <laughs> um, um, as you're walking through like your your lab assistant uh, meshes ping you the way to this address uh, to a shop in the bazaar called the Trash Can. Um, you like. Um, Hannah, you're more you're more towards the back of the group, and this uh, gorilla that you didn't see out the corner of your eye, like big hulking brute guy, um, like you know he he's got like goals up on his forehead, like uh, he's wearing like one of those photographers jackets style things, loads of pockets. He's telling me has a fez on. He's he's walking along next to you, no fez. Um, he's like, hey kid, hey hey hey, how you doing, hey? Sup? He's like, uh, do you want to show some Kong? He's like. It'll make you unstoppable. You can run. You can fuck. You can fight. Whatever you want to do, it'll take you there, man. He um, he opens his jacket and there's like little cylinders with like auto injector tips. He's like, "Come on, man! First one's free." Like skulls on a phone. He he bumps you and he's like, "You know, young uplift like you, hey? You know, getting on with these guys." He gestures to the um. Have, have the I humans. heard? Have I heard this? Uh, have you heard this? Sorry, heard of this? Um, it's a drug. Yeah. Uh. Like, you've heard of it in the general way that you hear that most people hear of mm-hmm. street drugs, mm-hmm. you know, like cake and <laughs> Clarky Cat. <laughs> you know, you've heard of the names. He's like, "Come on, man! I know what we, you know, we primates have to stick together amongst these guys." Like he he gestures again to the humans, like like um, the human, the cloak is one human. <laughs> Uh, also, humans are primates. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, I take it because the first one's free. <laughs> he winks at you and he's like, um, he's like, uh, name's Jonesy. Come back for more. You'll want more. He's, he nudges you. He's like, uh, Jonesy, really? Keep an eye on these guys. It's like, don't trust them. He circles away from you back to like, where you've um, and oh. you you have like a it, when you tilt it one way it's blue um, when you tilt it one way it's black when you tilt it one way it's gold and white I've got like a little auto injector syringe tip I'm just thinking uh, well you know maybe I can use the injector for something or maybe I can blow this in my crossbow somehow <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's mean your music's like uh, we're here uh, I go inside. Yeah. I want to quickly just check the mesh. What what is known about this place we're visiting? What sort of uh, place is it? What do I make you roll to find stuff out? I can't remember. It should be easiest, like. Even if oh yeah, I mean this is effectively trivial, I guess. Yeah. I mean, um, googled. Yeah, it's a junk shop. Like um, they uh, buy and sell pretty much everything. Um, you know, uh, you get photographs of the proprietor uh, uh, and some of the known employees who are all smart raccoons. Um, there's like little little attached bios of some of them, but they're they're spotty and weird. Like um, their raccoons aren't great writers. Uh, so you arrive. Um, it's sort of like a um, in a sort of clearing in the middle of the bazaar, like it's sort of like a cone shaped building. And um, the outside is covered liberally with this sort of like mesh, like the rigging you get on ships. Is it human-sized? 
Is it human sized door? Yeah, yeah there's, there's a human sized door, there's a sign over the top that says um, the trash can. Like, um, as you glance up, there's like maybe 10 or 12 little tiny baby raccoon faces peering down at you from like way up in the webbing. I adjust my height and size so I'm more raccoon height. Um, okay. Uh, Just the cloak suddenly yeah. condenses down. You get smaller. Um, do you keep the fog on? Oh, yeah. You notice, I guess, if you do a perception test, how obvious is it you're getting smaller? Uh, it's just not that much off my normal height. Right, okay. Um, just, you know, making myself more their height. Okay, you... Psychology. Glide inside. Yeah, you, you go in You go in through the sort of, like, it's, it's like entering a little cave, like, um, stuff is everywhere, like, hanging from walls, like, you know, there's mylar wrappings of things everywhere, there's, like, some weird sort of plastic clips holding stuff up. There's like little scraps of paper that have been scribbled on, then scribbled on again, scribbled on again. It's just like you're you're sort of in heaven. This is like junk paradise. Everything like strewn everywhere. Um, there are like raccoons going up and down like the thing up into the through a hole in the ceiling and then back down like carrying. Who did stuff. we come to see again? Uh, wrench. Uh, there's a guy. Well, a guy. There's a raccoon, like a chubby raccoon. Um, Wearing goggles, like sitting sitting at the desk at the front with his feet up, and he is playing a game on an ecto. Ooh, um, would I have seen Wrench under the bio list? Yeah, he's the owner. What's he look like? Uh, he uh looks like a raccoon. Um, there's just there's just a sort of face picture of a raccoon, like smiling at a camera, like um. Don't he recognize him. He's not like you don't see him in any of the ones. Um, like looking around, but the uh, you know the raccoon on sitting. He's not the he's not the sort of fat one sitting at oh, the okay. front desk who's still playing his games. Like, stop! What do you want? Are these pods? Are they pods? Um, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. I hold up the. They don't have big enough brains to be smart. Otherwise, yes. Yeah, they're, upli- they're uplifted yeah. pods. Yeah. I, I hold up the package. Uh, we have an appointment with Wedge. Ooh, I will take that, he says, uh, like tossing the slate with the game to one side, which makes sort of like, like you know, you've lost your game, things, and he's like, kim, 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 kim. like uh, tearing through rack and break. <sighs> Wait a minute, there's one missing. Is there? Who moved from? Well, um. So, oh, come with me, come with me, come with me. Like he hops off the chair, like uh, he is literally only, you know, one or two feet tall. Um, and he, he reaches up and takes the hem of your, like, cloak. And just sort of like starts tugging you towards the back of the shop. Like, come on, come on. I turn off the fog. Um, he just uh, he's like, use one, use one. Come on, come on, come on, come on. In, 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 in. Um, in, in. I look at Colleen. How is she reacting to this? She <laughs> <laughs> she looks incredibly nonplussed at <laughs> this. Um, but um, like uh, when she first arrived, she looked very sort of thing. And then uh, she saw one of these baby raccoons hanging out from thing, and now she's a bit like. <laughs> But uh, she's gone over and is like tentatively trying not. To no, no, no. She's 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 with all you guys. But like, um, like it's triggered one of those human basil. <gasps> it's a cute thing. Responses. Um, Gosh, she's probably never seen a raccoon before. Yeah, no, probably never. Um, maybe not inside a zoo. She's like, like the the little stubby like you know, it's hopping along. It's like come on, come on, in, 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 in. Like uh, when you you step in through a door into the bat, like. It's a, this place... Oh, sorry, you were doing a thing, weren't you? Oh, I was kind of uh, looking around distractedly and I eventually follow, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like like you know, occasionally like when you're looking at a junk pile, it seems to be moving on its own, and like it'll go and like a raccoon head will come up through it, and it'll be like this, and then just disappear back through it, and it's it's almost like a sea of moving junk. It's really quite an odd, yeah, it's not entirely comfortable effect to look at. Um, you'd find it very hard to count exactly how many of these little raccoon bastards are moving around through this thing. Where, like, aside from the one sitting at the front desk. Um, they don't seem, you know, they all seem to be in a state of constant flux. Mm. Uh, you're ushered through into the back of the shop. Uh, like, um, there is uh, another raccoon. Um, he's sitting at a work desk. He's, like, you know, soldering things, putting, like, futuristic sci fi chips on things, like, adjusting his crystal pyramids, that sort of thing. Um, no crystal pyramids, I'm sorry. Um, Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just steal them. Uh, he is. He's wearing like a little sort of puffer jacket kind of thing, and he has like a, a white bucket hat screwed onto his head with holes cut for his ears. Uh, he looks a bit like Hunter S. Thompson. Um, and his left arm from the elbow down is replaced with some sort of mechanical prosthesis with like a number of different sort of... Um, it's like those wrist nano tools your other guy used to have, but like more primitive. Like it's, like it's frozen into certain states for doing things. My cloak has those anyway. And um, the chubby raccoon sort of shoveled up towards him. He's like, hey, these guys are here for you. They brought these. They brought these. And like, he passes the box. And he's like, oh, give me, give me. And they, you know, uh, they tear into these things. Like uh, other raccoons appear from things. Then, you know, gone. And the box is empty. He's like, there are only 11. Yeah. He tosses it away. He's like, oh, okay, okay. So um, I guess uh, I guess you guys are the... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, he scrambles around in things for a second, like, comes up with, like, a, a big red button, like, uh, in an orange housing along cord, and he presses it. And somewhere, somewhere like, D-Box says, you hear something go, Mah! and then he's, like, he tosses it one side. He's like, so, you guys, you other guys, the firewall ascending to Legbo, right? <laughs> Did I notice anything change at all when that button got pressed? Uh, this place is very hard to perceive with your electrical sense, because, like, there are, like, your electrical sense tells you when the circuit's on. This thing is, like, a like a seething beacon of electrical activity, but when you did that, there's some sort of pulse for like a second all around you. Yeah, interesting. Yes. Is, uh... Oh, well, um... <laughs> lucky for you, I guess. Uh, oh, uh... Oh, wait, wait, no, you, 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 uh... Folio. Folio, that's right. Um... Goes down the thing, tail comes out. He comes back with two, like, identical mylar, sort of, like, wrapped new parcels, and he's looking between them. This is yours. He tosses it to you. My cloak opens it. Uh... It's like a little machine component, like, uh... Um... It's... It looks like it'll fit into your life support rig. Um, how... Make me some perception tests on it to understand what it is. Or, like, you know, engineering, if you've got an engineering. Yeah. That sort of thing. Archaeology? Uh, it's new. In okay. it's, it's mint in box, man. That's, um, uh, can I? Um, yes. Right, you, mean, can, you can... I'd be intrigued it was. I mean, you can squid over towards him. 35 on my science. I take it inside my cloak. Oh. 35 out of... Um, on perception, that was 90. 14. How are you looking at it? Oh, wow. I uh, absorbed it. Oh, oh sorry. sorry, I think okay. that was the wrong way around. Your, your science is 90. Yeah. I was going to say, you failed. Uh, my perception. And you rolled 35. 
I, I didn't roll it. He absorbed it and stuff before opening it. Uh, okay, so um, it's basically like a pheromone deployer. Um, you load it up with uh, your, you know, interesting human neural architecture chemical of choice hormone, and you can just sort of spray it out into a cloud around yourself invisibly. I can mix it into the dry ice. He's like, um, he's like, it's your cover story as you fiddle with it. Um, it is loaded um, with Hither, a lust-inducing drug. Why would I want to be spraying this? Like, to, to, to scare them. That's your thing. That's what your boss said. And this is going to scare them? How? Well, you know, flight, spooky. Ooh, humans, you know, scared. Uh, he looks at Commander Janica and goes, at her, and she goes, she is not scared for... <laughs> but it's filled with a lust-inducing pheromone. Ah, he looks at the other one that he cut off onto his desk. He's like, this is your one, and he tosses it up at you. I absorb that one and produce the other one out of my cloak. Um, he takes it back, sort of <laughs> like that, and drops it onto a pile of uh, like similarly used things, which will sort of slide. Does like, it break? Um, no, it just oh. falls onto it. Just falls onto a thing, like you know. I check what's in this one. Uh, this is loaded with flight, a fear-inducing chemical uh, based on a human hormone that I've forgotten the name of. What would happen if someone's exposed to both at the same time? Uh, you'd get sick. You'd get horny and run away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people lusting after my cloud of darkness. <laughs> He, sm- he smiles and shrugs at you. He's like, hey, one of us checked. Um, okay. Thank you, Wrench. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, yes, I'm Wrench. Uh, uh, that's uh, Rick. He points at the other raccoon standing by the door who... Um, he He's sort of looking disinterested in the thing. He's looking around like... Um, I like raccoons. Yeah, oh, good, good. We like um, whatever you are. Um, I could tell you. But you'd have to kill us? You'd have to come inside. Uh... There's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm too immature to make it. Okay, um, like a another raccoon head pops through. Like this room also, they sort of come to a, a thing where there's like a hole in the ceiling, and you, you know, using your echo senses, you can see that there's another room above uh, that's subdivided like crazy, like your lidar and things are not getting any good reads from there. Like another raccoon head comes down, so he's like, she's like, tea, tea, anyone, tea, 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 tea. There's like a sure. like a tray comes through, and there's lots of. You know, thrashing around and angling and like it's spilling everywhere as this like other raccoon comes down and offers around these like little plastic mugs, they're like shot glass sized, uh, and they're filled with like bright orange liquid that's steaming. Alright. <laughs> and hands one to everyone who will take one. I have a drink. He's like, he's like thanks, thanks, thanks. Um It tastes like very brewed tea. Perfect. Yeah, like very, very strong, very sweet. All right. Yeah. I have some. I take some inside my cloak. He uh. <laughs> he's like uh. So the raccoon guy's like oh 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 wait 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 okay okay uh. Uh, this is for you. Uh, he tosses you this. This data slate. Data slate. Data slate. An unauthentic paper-looking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pre- 
on uh, on single use uh, non readable media, uh, someone can read those out for the for the recording. What, read all of the contents of all of this? Yeah, there's not much. I mean, there's quite a lot. <laughs> speech, speech, speech. It doesn't have to be you if you're feeling lazy. Oh, uh, right, okay. Or you can summarise it or whatever, I don't care, you know. Here we it's, go. it's important information that you need to know before we progress, so... Alright. It was the best of times, it was <laughs> the worst. Somebody else read those things. Alright, I'm reading them. Right, nine lives in the end. Due to the advanced technology required, soul trafficking started as a white-collar pursuit. Deniable holding companies began using forked employees to fulfill labor quotas on dangerous extraterrestrial development projects. Non-consensual forking also provided an endless supply of test subjects for early experiments in psychosurgery, mind emulation, and integration psychology. All of this activity made the technology involved considerably cheaper and more accessible. What wasn't accessible were big opportunities for newcomers to get rich off the technology, at least legitimately. The pre-fall corporate sphere had almost zero social mobility, with the oligarchs as gatekeepers. That long ago used the advantages of genetic manipulation and backups to ensure a permanent place at the top for themselves and their progeny, even as they competed viciously with one another. Gangs like Nine Lives and the ID crew yep. uh, got their start picking up the uh, the corpse scraps. <laughs> <laughs> they amassed armies of enslaved egos to serve as human botnets, put infomorphs to work in virtual bordellos, and supplied egos to pariah governments. The reason I'm reading this a bit weird is... It's because the font's very small. <laughs> it's very small and quite difficult to read font. <laughs> Their ruthless ambitions went after any opportunity the corpse wouldn't touch for fear of PR backlash. At the same time, a back-channel relationship developed between the corpse and the soul traffickers that continues to this day. Just as the mainstream late both-century technology companies closely followed uh, pornographers who were... Yet pornographers who yeah. were innovating in areas like e-commerce and online video, the hypercorps kept a close eye on what the gangs were doing. Though the corps never touted their resumes, they re even recruited criminal engineers and psychosurgeons who wanted to go legit. At the time of the fall, there were thousands of small-time cro crooks operating in the margins of the soul trade. Nine Lives and the ID crew had to wait for the fall to rise to cartel status. Just loading in more of the text. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they still use dial-up. Operating from the post-fall squalor. I thought that said equala. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a word. No. Of the habitat of the habitat paradise, 
Roland Nazana took control over the nine lives and began taking over other gangs. Little is known about Nazan's life pre-fall, whether as a manifestation of his madness or as an aid to his play for power, Roland developed Laprie The Prayer The Prayer A bastardized form of Vodun pulled indiscriminately from West African and Haitian traditions, La Prie focuses on the cortical stack as a source of dark magic, a fetish containing the souls of the dead that can be forced into service. Nazon like uses this cult to indoctrinate and intimidate his subordinates. Nazon instituted the rite in which gang inductees are required to prove their loyalty to Nine Lives by psychosurgically torturing an innocent stranger. For inductees that lack technical skills, their victim is sleeved in a bound morph and the inductee is told to inflict the physical equivalent. Anyone too weak to go through with the process or deemed unenthusiastic gets their own stack. Oh. Rumours have it that a failed applicant becomes the victim of the next criminal. Cr- criminal. Yeah, criminal. Crem- <laughs> Joshua criminal. For themselves. Um, Criminals will never survive. brutality and fearful reputation leaves only two types of criminals suitable for membership. Crooks. So ruthlessly ambitious, they're willing to do anything, and monsters who legitimately enjoy the right. The former run the daily business, the latter are in admin. Uh, no, unleashed <laughs> for dark deeds. Dark deeds? Uh, the need for skilled labor and the gold rush of unclaimed property in the wake of the fall quickly made nine lives extremely profitable. Page two. Um, someone else can read one of these. I mean, the rest of them are quite short compared to that one. Uh, yeah, that's I the just, longest one. That's the longest one. I just don't want to answer questions about Nine Lives forever. Sorry for the info dump, but you need to... <laughs> these are things you need to know in character. Okay, please turn to page 376 in today's textbook. Get on with it. The Nanchons. Nanchons! Nine Lives is organised into three subordinate organisations named after... Spirit pantheons from Lapui, Laprie, Laprie, of the gang's total membership, about eight thousand reside at any one point on Legba. Legba. The Gide Nanchon is Nazon's personal army of sadists and thugs. The Gide are sincere in their devotion to Lapua, Lapuia, Laprie, Laprie, and merciless in maintaining the gang's fearful reputation through violence and extortion. Aside from terror and fluffy hugs and wet work, this Nanchon's inexhaustible cruelty makes them the logical managers of Nine Lies lucrative gladiatorial and snuff XPs. Ooh, snuff XPs, Isaac. We all know you're into that. Literally just sent them all. <laughs> you literally just sent them all. I sent something complete. I said anonymously. <laughs> we know... <laughs> <laughs> they know. <laughs> you don't know. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> the Vada non the Vada, Vada. Lanchons 
are the most numerous, comprising the cartel's rank and file of identity thieves, racketeers, and slavers. Less violent than the Gide, they're nonetheless ruthless in their pursuit of profits, like the Ferengi of old. Who all died out when the earth was lost. <laughs> Don't make stuff up. <laughs> I can make stuff up. Get on with it. I'm your archaeology professor. Why don't you read about the Petro Nanchon? The Petro Nanchon devotes itself to dealing with the corporate sphere. The Petro are the smallest and most subtle of the Nanchons. The majority of the members work in consortium or extropian controlled habitats. Some have backroom contacts with the hypercorps providing illegal labour. These legitimate, in quotation marks, clients prove more lucrative than the usual pod brothel and mercenary operations. The Petra do everything in their power to steer Nine agenda in a more sophisticated direction without looking presumptuous to Nazon. Under the head of each Nanchon are lieutenants who run families of a few dozen to a hundred members. Under the lieutenants are the leaders who run crews ranging from size from eight to thirty members. Certain neighbourhoods on Legba, Marionette, Semedi and Petro are the territories of one of the Nanchons. Within these families and crews have carved out innumerable smaller territories. Important lieutenants, Lam Kong Dong! <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Leader uh, sorry, of the pra- Rada Nanchon. He's in a furry morph. Fury. Says furry. Does not. <laughs> a thickly muscled female of Maori stock sporting a mohawk. So she's a 12 foot tall knoll lady. No. That's what she is now. <laughs> Suwu! Leader of the Gade Nanchon, Ghost Morph. And Bertrand Theo, leader of the Petro Nanchon, is in a sylph. Smells of strawberries. How useful. Like Lam Kong Dong. Lam Kong Dong. <laughs> Lam Kong Dong! <laughs> Lam Kong Dong? <laughs> Yeah, lamb condom. It's, uh, you know, old-fashioned, but... Uh, you can call her that to her face and see how long you live. Yeah, Chow, you can read this uh, incredibly short piece about Roland Nazon. It's all that they could find out. Roland Nazon. I can only get that far. My coffee mug is hot. Roland Nazon, leader of nine lives. Last known morph, Splicer. Nazon affects an elderly Splicer with a straw hat and cane. In a blasphemous impersonation of Rudon's Papa Legba. Legba. It's fine, it's <laughs> It looked fine on my screen, it just came out really <laughs> small on the prints. Nazon needs a nine lives with cruel calculation. I don't know, he's, he's a an, He's an imposing character in person. He allegedly took part in several ascendant forking experiments. Splicing parts of fork-napped egos into his own mind, the results seem to have driven him to a plateau of insanity. But the profitability of the gang has never wavered. He seems to be able to turn off his madness whenever it suits him. However, assassination attempts always seem to end in failure. And there's a picture of him. It's Papa Netanga. Uh, all the rest have been read? Uh, the one except Legba. Um, I can also read because I think that one's quite short as well. Well, let's not go to Legba. Let's go to Mars. Let's, let's, go, city to place. Mars! let's go to Mars University and have Mars a explodes. <laughs> Great, we need to investigate why Mars exploded. Yeah. Quick, anyone who thinks about investigating Mars explodes. 
Let's investigate. It's the Titans. <laughs> Let's investigate the space around where Mar- where some planet used to be. Going <laughs> <laughs> to Mars. Um, Into the punishment cube. That was about. Leg butt. Give me that. You all need to know this stuff. It's either I read it to you and you go to sleep or you read it yourselves. Legba is a C-type asteroid formerly owned by Fajing. Fajing. My bad. Mined out before the fall, Nine Lives chose it for its central location belt and deposits of water ice. Roland Nason oversaw the takeover of the asteroid in... 1AF. 2AF. <laughs> After the fall. Uh, eight when years ago. How many? Eight. Eight. Or eighteen, I forget when the city. Eight. Eight. When news of the squatters reached Faying, they officially divested themselves of the now useless asteroid. The Hypercorp saw no ROI in trying to reclaim Legba and wanted to avoid legal liability or PR fallout from letting the system's most hated criminals squat in their facilities. Ships go missing near Legba frequently. Travel advisories keep most shipping away. Only the Ultimates brave the adjacent volume. Images of Legba taken by their ships don't prove very helpful. The tin can modules and repurposed holes uh, track to the asteroid blend into its dark surface, obscuring details. While the unpredictable field of discarded ship components surrounding Legba discourages close investigation. Images of the interior show a hellish labyrinth of haphazard beehive caverns and poorly maintained corridors. Bloody stacks are anchored to shrines and the walls are covered in... Thieves? Veves, yeah. Veves. It's like religious a, symbols. Yeah, it's a religious symbol. Uh, the inhabitants often wear the, tra- uh, the trappings of the leader's cult religion, Le Prie. It's a Prie, darling. Sweetie, darling. No. Uh. I fire my proton laser at legs. No, not legs, eyes. It's strictly prison rules on Legba. If you can make it not worth stealing, you can keep it. Everything else is up for grabs. Adherence to Nason's pseudoboden in decor and dress is largely affectation. Born more out of fear than actual belief in the leader's professed magical powers. However, some members have said Nason's divinity is a pointless debate. If he was not born a demon, he has made himself one now. Ooh. Mars, then. Mars. <laughs> Do not go to Mars! To Mars, then? Mars! <laughs> and there's a map. Oh. Yeah, look, there's a map of Legba and everything for you to review at your Lysuria. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you, no time passes at all as you quickly ingest this information without a lengthy info dump. Um... I have my muse catalogue it under places not to go. <laughs> Files it under L for leg. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we got two plans for you to choose from. Two plans. Uh, mm-hmm. Like uh, they asked us to help you, you know, in case you hadn't, you know, or you guys, you know, <laughs> you've got a reputation, but not like a, not like a good reputation, if you know what I mean. Not like a bad reputation, but not like a good, good reputation. What sort you know of reputation? Saying? You know, like. Like, sort of losers, he says, looking at you. Sort of. Ah, the uh, 
the fake info we put out is obviously working. <laughs> he goes, ah, yeah, fake. Uh, <laughs> when was the last time we got paid, Isaac? Plans, 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 plans. Um, okay, so um, we figure that you can either be heading past heading past Legba and some sort of engineering problem occurs and you radio them and you have to go in for repairs. We thought of that one and decided it was a bad idea. Yeah, um, if you can, like, we, ah, 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 it would be a bad idea for you guys, but if you were the clients of the Ultimates... That's uh, what we were thinking. Uh, he does the raccoon fingers thing. We were thinking that. We pretend we were taking an Ultimate home, I point to our monkey. He's an Ultimate? Yes. Apparently he had an argument with his dad and got punished. You, uh, he, he gets up out of his chair and like, like he, he wanders around you and like, you know, he lifts your tail up at one point and sort of looks at you from all angles and like, you're the coolest ultimate I've met. Thank you. Normally they are dicks. Hanu is very cool. That is right. Normally they are dicks. Uh, he, he scrambles back up over onto his desk. He's like, uh, but this one is like the least dickish we could find. And he tosses like another ecto onto a pile of them. Like, or there's a selection from at least the last 15 years of human like computer science technology lying around here. Like the one that he's just tossed onto the, has like a, a picture of a fairly standard ultimate, like in, you know, one piece sort of rubber, like, like fighting outfit. And uh, he look, he's in a remade body, which the Ultimate all generally tend to use, except the weirder sex. Does he have golden skin and golden hair? No, um, remade <laughs> is like um, Humans 2.0. Like, um, oh, yes. Or ev- all, ev- all the bits in them have been redesigned and optimised, so the digestive tract-, tract is sanitised and restructured to make problems. Cardiac system's better. Optimised for good health, smarts, and longevity, with various transgenic mods. Um they look very similar to humans, uh, but are different in like obvious and noticeable ways. Uh, like uh, they're taller than regular humans. They don't have any hair. They have like slightly bigger heads, wider eyes, smaller noses, smaller teeth, and longer fingers. So they look a bit sort of vampiric to most people. Have they developed skull crests yet to radiate the excess heat? No, from their no, they brains? are not conjoiners, but uh, maybe soon. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is uh, this is Hal. We've worked with him before. Basically, our uh, our plan is that you go in and uh, we say you're the client of the Ultimates because, hey, Firewall's putting the bill and you are the client to the Ultimates. And if everything goes to shit, they come in shooting and they save you guys. Our, if you succeed in whatever your mission is supposed to be, he sort of looks away. Um, you, which, of course, you don't know anything about. <laughs> yeah, which we do not know anything about. There's some sort of like chittering laughter from, um, from up in the section on the roof. So how much do you know? Uh, like, like, all Firewall are not good at securing their archives. Um, Ironic, considering the name, really. Well, I mean, it's good enough to, like, get away from, like, a human, but, like, us, nah, no way. There's some more sort of weird chittering laughter from the, the room above you. Um, he's like, yeah, yeah, so, you know, if you guys succeed, they come and rescue you. If you guys fail, they come and rescue you, you know, either way. Hope for success! Uh, yeah. Or, 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 uh, uh, plan B, he says, and he starts, like, scuffling through another pile of these, like, data slate things, he goes, it's plan B, and the screen goes off on his like, alright, plan B is that we, uh, establish one of you, as, or maybe all of you, maybe most of you, as members of the Nine Lives Syndicate. They, 
for some reason, they're bringing all of their lieutenants back, back across the space to Legba, like they've been doing it for about a week now, they're all heading back there. Um, we, they do this every so often, like, um, they do it when they're, they have a big meeting, like, um, Nazon, he gets all these people together in one room and, like, they have a big old chat, usually it degen degenerates into, like, you know, the knives come out, you know, he sword fights above his head for a second with imaginary knives, he's like, um, and they, they change direction, like, you know, where previously they were doing one thing and focusing on one thing, now they're doing thing B, or thing C, or thing B. Or thing B possessed by the Titans. Or thing B possessed by the Titans. Um, yeah, we thought about that too, then, to decide that there's no way we're going to uphold that cover for more than about five minutes. Well, I mean, um, all it has to do is get you on board, and we can maybe set you up one from a Nine Lives guy who's very far away, nobody know them very well, so you could pass for them on Legba. I mean, like, you wouldn't be able to call in any favors or ask for people because, like, the cover would collapse like a butt in a windsock. Yeah, I, I think we're probably going with A still. I think we prefer plan A. Yeah. Ultimates are slightly scarier than some guy from Nine Lives. Well, okay, I mean, you know, <laughs> there are your morphs. Um, they're going with plan A! Like, there's a momentary chant of, chant of plan A! <laughs> well, also, <laughs> from above. Generally, I find when plans are listed in alphabetical order, B is usually the backup. When A goes wrong. That's what I said. That's what I said. I thought... I, you know, the, they, they, you know, they exchange an English from it, and then it switches to like some sort of fast, jittering sort of like speech that you can't follow. Um, like It gets faster and faster for a second, then after a while it just, it just flips off the ceiling hat, and you're like, oh, whatever, no, I'm charged. No, we're at plan A, it is then. Um, oh, right. Oh, 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 very important, very important. Um, he... Uh, Again, starts flicking around like the room. He's, he's like tanks, and then like uh, a, like a another raccoon head appears. This one has a like a pink bow tied around it, and you quickly recognise it as the one from the um, from the box that you <laughs> you turned up with earlier. He's like, where where's the thing? I need the thing. The thing. He's like, oh, that's the thing. He goes away for a bit. Like and another of these like ectos like drops through the ceiling, which he catches one handed without really looking. It's like that. Okay, uh, Firewall, uh, have a guy on Legba that they want you to talk to. He's their man on the ground. Uh, he's got all of his, you know, he's a deep cover guy. So, yeah, meet him, talk to him, see what he knows. He can probably give you info about that ship. But uh, there's another thing, there's another thing. Um, he... Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, um... The... He was talking to us about Legba before... Before those guys, like, he sort of gestures at Janica. He's like, before the Jovians. Like, it's... The thing, the brain thing. It's, um... What, where they rewrite your... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it's psychosurgery, right? They've got this... Thing, yeah, it's... Yeah, we have... A prisoner... His entire neural architecture has been entirely rewritten. 
Yeah, but it's 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 mind blowing, right? It's so fast. It's ridiculous. Like it, the, the it'll take over your mind like that. And nobody's had anything like that before. And he was really worried about it. And then suddenly he was talking to us about this ship, this scary spaceship. Like apparently, um, he he scrolls through this this ecto things. Okay, it's fine. It says inertialist drive. Isaac, show him the clip. That one's the Senate. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. There. So you can see here. He takes, he takes the pad off you, looks, he goes straight, he's like, yeah, this is the thing, and he tosses yeah. the pad over his shoulder into a pile of, like, things that just slides down the back behind all the other ones. I'm assuming we have a copy of the data? Uh, it's right protected. Um, you, it, have, you, have, you have the ones in your brain because you have, uh, you know, perfect recall of all these things. Oh, yeah, I'm assuming there been other stuff on there. Uh, no, it was literally just that. It was literally oh, okay. just that video, nothing else on the whole okay. console. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, do you know, have you seen any other videos or any other information on that? Uh, not really. It's really fucking the Jovians, though. He sort of laughs and uh, catches Jenica's face. He's like, uh, 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 present company accepted? Considering you... They both look baffledly at each other for a second. You wouldn't have to know or hypothetically have some idea of where it's been hitting the Jovians. On the spaceships. Which... As in a map of where they've been doing it. Uh, they don't give us maps of their doings. Yeah. Uh, we have a few, like, and again, he goes back to this. Um, you get the sense that this this pile of like ectos is his database. Like, yeah, he's roots through it. Isaac, severely. you have to remember that the Jovians don't connect to the mesh normally. Hello. So it's very difficult to hack them about actually sneaking into their buildings. Just they might have picked something up. He, 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 tosses, he tosses a slate at you, which you catch, and it's uh, it's like a longer version of that one that you saw before. Like mm. you know, it's it's like yeah. I mean, we don't really got much on that. Um, Fair enough. But it seems whenever it turns up, it um, you know it really gives them a pounding. Like Janicus from the back of the room coldly says, "It killed my crew." He's like, oh yeah, um, sorry. Uh, yeah, look at that. you can't run from it. You can't fight it. Yeah. Uh, um, <sighs> he scrolls back through that, like, finding that first light again. He's like, yeah, it looks like the drive reduces the mass of the ship or something. He turns it around to you, and that's basically pretty much all that's written on the thing. It's uh, he shrugs. It's moving through some unforeseen propulsiveness method. Yeah, it's it's real fast and real scary. I really want to take it to bits and see how it works. Oh, trust unless me, it, me too. Unless it's going to possess you and rewrite your brain to be a titan slave. Yeah, that's why we get uh, we get chumps to go and do this stuff for us. He sort of slowly turns to you and wiggles raccoon eyebrows. Anyway, uh, okay. Uh, I wouldn't really call Mart Isaac a chump. So, um, we're all agreed on plan A, then. Plan A. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we will hire the Ultimates for you. Woo! Good. Okay. Uh, they will probably want to talk to you, but fine. Uh, I mention my name. I was going to give them your number, actually. Uh, I mean, you know, you and they... Make, it'll make it easy have if we have an me. I will have them call you. Hanu's dad might turn up and cause complications. 
Oh, daddy issues. Oh, okay, right. He um he jots something quickly on the slate and like tosses it back with the others. Okay. Um Yeah, uh also um hiring the ultimates uses up all of the money Firewall has for you. So you need to re-equip yourselves for this mission with your own money. And then, you'll want to buy things like uh, guns and spying stuff, I imagine. You know, I'm sure you've done this sort of thing before. Not for a while? Yeah, no, I I mean, it's all basically the same stuff, right? I'm an archaeology professor, so sneaking into places where you're not supposed to be is kind of like part of my job. Yeah, what is archaeology except spying on the past? Ooh. Anyway, I'm aware the Jovians have agreed to cover some basic equipment costs as well, haven't they? I look over at... thingy. Um, yeah, she, she looks at you and just shrugs her shoulder. She's like, yeah, I mean... Reasonably deep pockets. Okay, um... All right, then I guess we are done here. Uh, Give our best to your captain. And goodbye. Goodbye. He sort of looks expectantly at all of you. Then after a second goes... I back out slowly and bend around and walk. I wait till everyone else is out of the room. Can I stay a bit... Henry wants to go shopping. He likes your junk. <laughs> the raccoon goes... Uh, my junk is very nice, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he manages to keep straight face for like two more seconds before breaking up into giggles and then, uh, you know, there's another burst of that weird chatter with the ones upstairs and then they're all laughing and then you're in a room filled with weird chittering laughter. Like, sorry, yes, what did you want? <laughs> I just want to look around. You want to look at my junk. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, uh, fine. Yeah, no, uh, if you want to buy anything, talk to uh, talk to Rick. Like, there's a sort of grunt from out front. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he like looks around to a thing and, like, tosses a thing, like, uh, like causes a small avalanche of things towards Rick. He's like, what? Like, let's sort him out, help him out. If he wants anything, you know, you know, usual firewall... Discount, right? Yeah, no, okay, good. Um, what did you want? Is it secret? Yes. Okay, uh, he picked up that big red button on the lead from before, but just a sort of loads it, yeah? So, what do you want? I sent him a message. <coughs> Ooh, a secret, he says. Uh, yeah, that seems fun, we can do that. Excellent. Okay, uh... I will talk to you about that in an email after this session, Ooh, he says, out email. of character. When we had that conversation, I didn't want to interrupt the flow. Did Legs' eyes light up much when he talked about that psychosurgery thing? Oh, yeah. Like it was. Yeah, absolutely. Legs, who I forgot to roleplay, uh, was also there. Um, uh, he, yeah, he is very, very interested in the, the psychosurgical technique or whatever it is that they've got that's enabling them to... I'm going to invite Colleen to join me for lunch. Yes, she is thrilled to do so, although uh, you notice her sort of casually looking back at, like, where, um, like, on one of the upper levels, like, a mama raccoon is hanging outside, and she's got loads of little raccoons attached to her, and she'll be like, 
Um, you can't have one, they're sentient creatures. And as you leave to go and get food, you're still there, like, looking at raccoon junk. And that's enough for one day. Ooh. Sorry about that info dump thing, but I didn't want to have to answer those questions ten million times. I'm yeah, glad that you've memorised all that information. Um, can, can you please email on all that information? Oh yeah, ask, so your, ask, your, um, ask your muse. Look, we have it written down here. Look, I'll keep it here with my archaeology notes. I, I will email you the, uh, you. the files from... See you next time. Join us next time for the exciting continuation of... Looking at my junk. <laughs> <laughs>